We are excited for you to listen to The Truth Is and hear how women receive God's love and truth in their life. We pray that it will be a blessing for you in receiving God's love and truth in your life. Thank you for listening. Welcome to The Truth Is, a podcast where we talk about women's experience in learning and understanding God's truth in their life. We thank you for joining us and listening. Um, we have Anitra joining us today, and I'm so excited to hear from her about how God has revealed His truth to her. So we'll just start with a prayer and learn more about Miss Anitra. God, we are so grateful for you. And we thank you for this opportunity to join together. And we ask for anyone under the sound of the podcast to really take a minute to reflect and experience your goodness, Lord. I just am getting the message of just how good you are. And there's so many things happening in this world that want to block that message of goodness. And so just thank you for being good. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the technology as always, God. Thank you for Anitra sharing this time with us. We invite you. We know that wherever we are and gathered in your name, if the two are gathered, you are there. So thank you for being with us. And we ask that your message just shine through bigger than the both of us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, Anitra. So um, this theme for this type, this series of the podcast, um, we've done it before where we've had different topics, but this year um, we wanted to kind of con- ask consistent questions from different women to offer perspectives uh, for listeners to just understand God's truth unfolding in different ways for different people, right? I think sometimes we we hear people's messages and if God doesn't talk to us the way they talk to the other person, then we sometimes feel like we might be doing something wrong. <laughs> so, we're, <laughs> so we're trying to kind of ask these sort of consistent questions so, so listeners can understand and especially new believers can understand that um, God doesn't have a wrong way. His way is always the right way. And so, um, hearing from different people can really illuminate that, that is there, his way is always perfect. So um, how would you say you were introduced to Jesus and became a believer? How would you say you uh, first came to know Christ? Um, So I was a church kid um, (laughs) from uh, a fairly big family. Well, my mom has seven siblings and we lived with my grandparents for a long time. But anyways, we all went to church every single Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was just not you did not have an option. And so um, so I've always been a part of the church. We've all, you know, always did Sunday school and it was you know, uh, hearing the word, hearing the word being taught my entire life. And I was in high school, maybe about 16, when Mm -hmm. I would say my faith became my own. Um, And I went from Mm -hmm. just following my family to church to actually having a relationship with the Lord. That was, that was mine. Yeah. 
That's it. I love the way that you said that you went from following your family to having your own relationship. Oh, yeah. Which I think <laughs> can happen for anybody at any time, right? Sometimes we might be following our friends. If we're in college, we see, you know, our group of friends going and so we might be going. Um, who knows who we're following? Um, but then eventually, you know, our relationship may take on its own form. And so how was it different from you? Did you feel something on the inside? You know how people, old, old people in church say, you feel something on the inside. I feel different on the inside. So did you, did, did you feel something on the inside or was it a commitment experience? Like I'm ready to take this seriously or, you know, how is it different for you once you yeah, developed? So I don't know if I felt something on the inside. We, we, <laughs> it was a different kind of service. So it was a, some all night prayer thing they did. I, I want to say it was just for the youth. I can't remember, but I just, um, I mean, I marked that down as the night I made my own decision. Um, mm -hmm. I probably, you know, I was baptized when I was little, so I feel like maybe I made a commitment <laughs> when I was little, you know, you get up and you say, yeah, I want Jesus to live yeah. in my heart, but, um, the profession. yeah, <laughs> that, uh, that night though, is what I mark as kind of the beginning of my faith journey. And after that, I, like bought my own Bible, went, up, went and bought this big, huge Strong's Concordance so I could <laughs> understand things for myself and just sort of launched out. Um, and that really, you know, it's, it's a significant turning point in my life, um, not just in my faith, but that one decision led to a series of subsequent decisions that have gotten me to where I am right now. Okay. So it, what I'm hearing is for you, it became a, a, a lived experience. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just one time, right? Like I, I, I'm different now. It's like now I'm taking different steps. I'm walking with, with God in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so one of the, one of the craziest things I did after that was to ask my mother to take me out of public school and put me in Christian school. Um, oh, wow. which I had no concept of how much that cost or <laughs> what that would be like. I just knew that these friends I had, and they were actually friends that I'd had since like kindergarten, first grade, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because we had, you know, that we'd all gone to the same schools and followed each other. Um, and so that was a very radical thing. And my mom was a single mom. She didn't have money to send me to this Christian school, but I'm mm -hmm. saying to her, Hey, I found this school and I want to follow Jesus and I need to get away from these people and into a place where um, there are other followers of Jesus. <laughs> Somehow she, she worked it out. And so, yeah. And that, wow. that was a significant choice. I mean, it, it, I, it led to me actually leaving high school earlier um, being able to skip my junior year and graduate that following year, which led me to Christian college where I met my husband and, and all of this stuff. So it was a pretty significant chain of effects or chain of chain reaction um, yeah. after, after that decision. So, so I like to kind of tie the theme of like, what's God's truth for you into these conversations and God's truth in the way that you're describing it is been a very active, like mm. I'm going to, I'm going to do some things mm -hmm. with God, mm -hmm. right. God, or God wants to do some things with you, right. <laughs> yeah. Like with your life, right. Let me get that in order first. <laughs> uh, but, but so let me ask you, has that theme like trended into like even who you are today? So full disclosure for our listeners, Anitra is our, a part 
I think does events at King's Park. And so I see you as being very active, right? That's It was so interesting to kind of hear that. I was like, oh, well, look at you. You're still very active in your uh, kind of faith expression. So would you say that that has been true across your life? It's been a very active journey with God. Yeah, uh, active is a good word. Um, <laughs> risk is another word. Um, oh, risk, okay. Renegade. I don't know. I'm thinking of all these words because I, it it just sparked something in me to just um, kind of go after the uncommon life, go after some things that I had not ever seen. I didn't know anyone who'd gone to a Christian high school. Um, I didn't know anyone who'd gone to a Christian college. I didn't know anyone who got married. Like we got married very young. I didn't, you know, um, I didn't know. <laughs> it was all of these things where I just felt like the Lord was leading me to do um, some risky things to make some some choices that would set me up for um, just a, a future that I hadn't imagined. Um, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, that has indeed followed me um, through my adult life, just me opening myself up to the anytime, anywhere, any place, anything you asked me to do kind of living for Jesus. Um, which is sometimes hard, but mm-hmm. but always mm-hmm. rewarding at the end of it. So yeah, yeah. And you you seem to carry the, this joy with you. I mean, even as you're describing risk and you're laughing about <laughs> it, right? Not in a, not in a like ha ha laugh in the face of danger, but in like kind of a it tickles you kind of it way. Does. Like look at look at what we've <laughs> done, God. Look at all the <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't often sit and and reminisce like this, right? And so as um like looking back thinking about some of the like crazy stuff that he's called me to brought me through um it's just it does bring me joy that's a good word um because he's been faithful and he's proven himself faithful and worthy of my um commitment to even crazy things (laughs) so now for our our new new believers right because that's really in my in what the lord downloaded for me i'm and kind of who I, I see it, this serving is the new believer, mm-hmm. right? And so they hear Anitra talking about, you know, this risky life, this adventurous life that God has called you to. How do you discern, Anitra, what is me being like, or you or the listener being risky, I- adventurous? What's you versus what God is calling you mm. to do? Do you, how do you, how can you tell? That, <laughs> that is a good question. So, so talking to a new believer, first of all, like you've got to know the word, like your first step after mm. you say yes to mm. Jesus, you've got to get mm. yourself a Bible get it in a version that you can understand. I'm right now reading a new living translation, which is plain, plain English <laughs> and get, get yeah. yourself a Bible of your own and get yourself a faith of your own. Right. And as you dig into the word and you come across things that you don't understand now, goodness, you can Google it. Uh, back then <laughs> I was not Googling anything <laughs> was in my concordance, but I had a great, um, group of people around me who knew scripture, adults who knew scripture and who were challenging me to build my own faith. So, right. So you, you need uh, people with you, strong believers who are walking alongside of you, because as you're doing this, as you're reading the word for yourself, as you're spending time with God, you begin to learn his voice versus your own voice. 
Um, and mm-hmm. so then you, you know, <laughs> you, you start to, you have to probably experiment a little bit. You'll do a lot of things thinking, oh, that's God. And if you look back and be like, nope, that was totally me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but his but he keeps you, right? Like he does not leave. Yes. He does not forsake you. You yeah. cling to that promise. Mm-hmm. And, and as you go, like you just develop the sense of hearing and knowing it's his voice and and when you miss it like I said he still keeps you but the closer you get the more you walk the more you know the more you recognize it's his voice and if you ever have an impression or uh, thought that you're going to do something and you can't find precedence for that in the word then you're probably (laughs) on your own Ah, (laughs) yes yes no So good. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, you know, I, I, I look back on some of those choices now and I can see God's hand in it. But, you know, again, I was like 16 years old. And so I felt mm-hmm. like the Lord told me to ask my mom to switch my schools. <laughs> right. Um, and he mm-hmm. answered with an open door. Like I could see that how through my life mm-hmm. he answers with open doors. So sometimes if you're beating your head against the door, <laughs> it's not opening. That's mm-hmm. a good clue that maybe you might be missing it just a little bit. Um, so it's, it's this kind of thing that you don't know until you're walking it out. So as a new believer, you can't expect to always know when it's him to always have the right answers but you just those mistakes help you figure it out also so that is so good (laughs) and I I know because I think like um so many people feel like there's going to be as we kind of talked about you know you're going to go to that service and you're going to have this moment and then after you have the moment with God it's all going to be fixed right And, and and people don't always explain you know, you're going to have to practice, you're going to have to learn. And then in that learning process, you're going to make some mistakes, but God's grace will keep you. That's very clearly what yeah, I heard you that's say. That's the truth. Yeah. Like it, it's with any part of your life, even when you're growing up, you're raising your kids or whatever, you learn mm-hmm. from mistakes, you learn from failings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a gift from the Lord too, right? The failure mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. teaches you. I don't know. He, yeah. He's able to work through yeah through all of your weaknesses and if it was like magic like everything just got perfect all of a sudden I don't know um yeah (laughs) I guess that would be good but but how would you grow you know (laughs) right I've I've heard I think I heard Priscilla Priscilla Shire say and you I've embedded this but she was like we are perfecting our faith until we die she was like that's not you know like and 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 so that's the whole thing like every day you wake up is an opportunity to continue perfecting perfecting Mm -hmm. perfecting and so it's not ever a completed work that's right it's not ever a completed work and so um Anyway, that just made me think about how we all, we have these images of perfection that we always want to try, but, um, well, so I, I want to, I hear this joy, I hear this joy that you carry and you've described a a life of adventure with God, which is wonderful. Um, but I wonder if there's been a time and, you know, certainly we protect everybody's privacy, but if there's been a time of trial that you felt God or without, you felt like God has really just kind of carried you through and um, really spoken his truth to you in small ways, big ways, or just covered you in his truth. um, That was like really pivotal and and important. Oh my goodness. As you were asking that question, I had like three or four (laughs) 
instances of like <laughs> really hard times in my life that mm-hmm. I know he's carried me through. Um, let's see, I'll just pick one. Um, yeah, so we recently um, came out of a season of of being of living somewhere we did not want to live. Uh, we we've we've experienced quite a bit of financial loss through our entire marriage of 26 years and um so we've had these moments of like doing well and then doing horribly and then doing well and then doing horribly and so that's happened twice and this last time it forced us to have to leave North Carolina and um, move to Louisiana and it was dreadful and it was um I questioned my faith for the first you know, six months that we were there. Um, and I, and I, not just my faith, I question everything or like, this doesn't seem to jive with what you've promised in your word, Lord, that you'd be with me. Like, I don't feel you with me. I feel like you have left me mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and put mm-hmm. me in a position where like, it's just dreadful and horrible. But even through that, I think what I learned was a couple things. God is not afraid of my questioning. He's not, He's not afraid of my doubting. He's not afraid of me coming to him and saying, hey, I feel that you've let me down. And in those moments when I'm at my lowest, he still never walks away. He still remains Mm -hmm. faithful. Um, And I thought it was it was very humbling because I thought I was at a place in my walk where I could take anything. And I realized that I wasn't (laughs) that I really was like, why am I even even choosing to live as a believer if my life feels so I don't know yucky so horrible so um you know all these unmet expectations um but I came out on the other side of that realizing like those those moments do not stop his love they do not stop his care they do not stop his provision but they help us to process they help us to grow they help us to decide yep I'm going to keep holding on and keep walking with him, even though I'm not getting the results that I want. I hope that makes mm. sense. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it, it so does. And it, it kind of, um, kind of illustrates this idea that he never changes, right. right? Our situations change, right? And, and he does not promise us a life of comfort, but, um, but he never changes. And so I love the idea that you said God is not afraid of <laughs> your not. questions. Because I, I always tell, you know, I have, you have children, I have children, and my children, sometimes, you know, they ask, like, why does God allow things, bad things to happen? And I always tell them, you know, God is not surprised but that you have that question. Mm, right? He's good. not, he's not surprised. And so I just think that, um, even like I say, we get in these, I, I just think that's so good. That's so good that you understand that his love for you surpasses mm-hmm. all questions. Yeah. Right. So good. So good. Um, and that he's still with you as you're asking them, as you're going through, you know, all the things that you're going through. So um, thank you for sure. sharing that. Um, I appreciate uh, how, how how when you go through things because when I asked you that question you said it's yeah. several things. I have a list. That is something. But here we are. There's still this line of joy throughout your conversation, and so one of the truths I just want to center on, and um, you know, I I have 
really bad at scripture, but I do know that one of the fruits of the spirit is joy. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, and so, so what, when you went earlier, when you said like, you've got to kind of get into the word, right. Mm-hmm. And how the word kind of feeds our understanding of who God is. And um, even when we're far away or when we feel like we can't, feel God's presence, knowing that that exists, right? Like knowing that, okay, joy exists can even kind of be a thin line to hold on to. Does that make it sense? Does. Uh-huh. So I think that that's really kind of powerful that you kind of rooted us there in the beginning of the conversation that, cause we're going to have times that are challenging, but if you understand the word, you can just cling to that. Like, even if you can't feel God's presence, just cling to what I know to be true in the word. Right. So I know that joy exists. Okay. Today is not my day for joy. Okay. But (laughs) it exists. And so I'm going to cling to that and I'm going to, you know, kind of draw back to that until you can come out of the other side. Yeah. And also though, you can't not to um, condemn ourselves when we just don't feel it. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Every day. I mean, gosh, you, you mentioned the joy. I've been fighting for my joy for the past <laughs> week and a half or so um, in a yeah. you know very challenging time and having to remind myself like, it's okay if I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't change just because I don't feel it. Um, and just mm-hmm. having his word in my heart and on my mouth makes a huge difference um, because again, you, you mentioned just like being anchored and um, clinging to him like he is our whole life um, but just not I used to really get my let myself get condemned just because I'm like Lord I don't feel like I don't feel joy I don't want to smile today <laughs> yeah I don't want to yeah. talk to people yeah. today is right. not the day yeah. today I'm yeah, not yeah. the day, not the day. <laughs> yeah. he's okay with that yeah. he's okay with he's yeah. like I I gave you those, those emotions Yes. Oh, yes. Anitra, I say the same thing all the time to people. The Lord allowed yep. all that to exist inside yes. of you. He created yep. you. Fine. He's aware. He's aware how yeah. you feel. Yeah, you got it. It's true. It's true. And we just we put too much pressure on ourselves to to yeah. to do it, maintain it in our own strength. And we never were supposed to ever, ever trust in human strength. Even our own strength. Yeah. Never put trust yes. in human. So anyways. Well, I, I definitely have similar um, talks with myself. I think very many of us sure. do. Uh, and certainly um, women, for what, wherever you're at in your journey as a woman, a woman in, in your faith journey as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, singleness, newly married, married for years, children. Right? There's so many ways to question yourself, doubt yourself. There's so many emotions that come up with that. Um, so yeah, some days are just, uh, today is not the day. Yes. Come up with something else, but understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, in my humanness, I understand that there's a whole word of Jesus out there and I need to just reference back to that. Don't, don't settle in my, <laughs> right. Stuff. Don't my stay there. Mom. You can sit there for a minute. Don't stay, just there. Don't stay there. Right. I'm going to go back to this word. Um, but anyway, anyway, um, well, so I, I don't want to hold up by your time. I appreciate your time. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with a new believer who, you know, they might've just 
you know, been introduced to the idea that a God exists and, and the truth is, is that God loves them. Is there anything that you'd like to share to that person? Um, and for someone who has had such a active faith journey, um, any, any tips or, or advice or even just kind of words of encouragement you'd like to offer? Um, okay. A couple of things, find yourself someone to walk alongside you, like don't try to, to start out alone. Um, the Christian walk was never made to be walked alone. And yeah, the Lord mm. will speak to you by yourself, no, but community connection is so vital. So find yourself a good Christian friend who, who maybe has been, who's gone past where you are and let them help guide you to the next step. And then take it one step at a time and like, don't compare yourself to someone else's walk. Um, all of our experiences are so different. The only thing that's mm-hmm. consistent is that it's, we're all serving Jesus. <laughs> it just looks so different for everyone else. And um, comparing yourself to other believers, other women, it's such a trap and it's such a distraction mm-hmm. and it will slow you down. So I, I would say like, those are the two, or was that three <laughs> big things? <laughs> Find yourself someone to do it okay. with. Don't compare yourself to anyone else and just take it one step at a time and know that God's not in a hurry. <laughs> just, it's your, it's oh, your time. So you got a good. lifetime with Jesus. So just take all the time you need. He's not rushing you for any reason. So that is so good. I, I think that's a, that's where we will rest. That is so good because there's so, I think society and so many other things, we feel like, oh, I should have, I listened to one sermon on TV and yes. now I should have it all together. You start your church <laughs> All this pressure. Yeah. Is no pressure. Yes. Is this the pressure? That is so good. The truth is, is that you have some time. God has, God has, a lot in store for you but not all in one day that's good well I appreciate your time today it's uh, it's delightful Um, and so certainly anybody who is listening who is in our sort of local area we invite you to join us at Kings Park um, anytime but if not we certainly invite you to find a local um, church in your area. And as Anitra noted, find other believers that you can fellowship with and learn from. Um, that is God's truth is that he desires for us to um, be among one another and love one another and share um, him together. So um, thank you for listening. And um, thank you, Anitra, for joining You're us. You're so again. welcome. Thanks and, for inviting me. And um, Thank you for listening to The Truth Is, a podcast by the Women's Ministry at Kings Park International Church in Durham, North Carolina.